Hi folks, thank you so much for downloading this episode of a work-in-progress D&D podcast, a creative experiment of sorts. I'd like to mention that this podcast is not for children. Now, why don't we jump into this adventure? Hi folks, welcome back to a work-in-progress D&D podcast. I'm going to keep this opening brief and these introductions equally as brief because we got quite an episode ahead of you. So without further ado... Our firstborn sibling is... I am Sean. I play Alex Arcadius, the Artificer Armor Human. Our thirdborn sibling is... Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Pine the Paladin. And your secondborn sibling is me, myself, and I, Eric, your DM slash GM slash... I'm gonna be a bad guy today, and it's gonna be fun. Let's roll into this episode. Let's go. Time for a brief recap. Our heroes have defeated Auntie Iron Hands. They have rescued Siegfried Pendragon, the, the grandson of the Duke of the Green Duchy. With the help of the Grey Lady, they were able to outfit Siegfried with some stuff and brought him back into the material world to reclaim his home from the evil that is Father Preston. Before they could go back, apparently it turns out that uh, Sir Edmund Brightblade has, through orders of sir press or um father preston have said that no one is allowed to enter or leave it turns out that apparently edmund is not the same individual right now from what juniper his horse has told us so it's possible father preston has done something to him as our heroes have entered back inside the red or the green keep it seems some claws of justice have noticed and are about to attack our fellow adventurers so Without further ado, my brothers, roll some initiative. Hell yeah! Um, Which I will as well, because I'll be playing Siegfried. Um, for Dispy, my yes. displacer beast, is yeah, at least we forget. their initiative different than mine, or will they just go after me? Um, Gosh, for ease, let's just have them go after you. Okay. Because, yeah, that's just easier for me. Honestly. Cool. I'm all about ease of compa- uh, summoned creatures. All right. Uh, Alex, uh, give me your ho- initiative. Sorry, give me one sec here. Just oh, it. sure. Then uh, Pine, what is your initiative? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. There we go. That's better. Okay. And Sig is seven. And Alex, what is yours? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, boy. Well, this will be fun. Oh, I feel like we... I, uh, I pre-rolled initiative for these knights, just so I wouldn't have to do it too much of it. And let me get their stats up real quick. All right, Ooh, let's not have that there so I can see your faces. So, at the start of the round, there are the three platinum, the Claws of Justice before you in their full plate armor shield wielding a long sword the one in the center will call uh cj1 uh <laughs> rushes forward towards you um uh, who is in front i uh, probably say pine yeah i would say okay. pine too pine this knight is running up on you and is going to make two swings at you with its long sword okay Oh boy, this is already starting off very crazy. Uh, does a tw- 15 plus 5 20 hit? Yes. 
And a 17 plus 5 also hits, yes. then? Yes. All right, then. This is not going to be easy, folks. But we're having fun. Okay, Ryan, Pine, you take 5 plus 7. You take 12 points of slashing damage as this knight lunges forward and makes two very, very hard um, longsword attacks against your breastplate. Uh, can you roll a an insight check for me as this is happening? Okay. That's an eight. That's an eight. Okay. With these things, you do not notice something about them. Okay. But that's its turn. Now it is... Um, Alex, what is your dexterity? Oh, my dexterity? Uh... Let me bring that up. My dexterity. Is it uh, four higher than a lot? 14? Yeah, it's 14. Great. So you will go first instead of the second claw of just sec uh, CJ2. Uh, so, Alex, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? There is a, a, a knight right up on a Pine with two more very uh, on the sides, very menacingly starting to make their way towards you four. Okay, well, first up, I'm going to armor up. <laughs> oh, I thought you already had your armor up. Oh, no, that's right. I did say that. Well, just in case, right. it's been a while. I'm already armored up. And, um, uh, screw it. Uh, I'm going to probably use Thunder Wave. So a big cannon from my uh, right shoulder pops up. Sadly, not the ale version. <laughs> no, because no. Ale, ale is not here. It's just like a regular can, and I'm just going to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. Uh, you will be able to hit two out of the three do you want to hit the one right up on pine and then do you want to hit number two or number three let's go with number oh wait uh which one ah let's go with number two number okay so number one and number two yep all right cool what is your spell save my spell save is i gotta make a split screen uh my spell save is 15 15 all right they get a plus two plus four to their con save Oh. Okay, so one is a 12 plus four, so 16. So yeah. number one succeeds, and it'll take half. Number two rolled a seven plus four, which is not oh, good to save. So number two will take the full damage and get pat and pushed back even farther, which will honestly keep it from getting up to you guys um, this round. All right. So, so roll my 2d8. Mm -hmm. There's my 7d8. Ooh, uh, well, 8 plus 3, that's 11 points of damage. Alright, so 11 points of damage to number 2, which also gets blasted oh, back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I forgot to check this, hold on. Does my, uh, all-purpose tool, does that add plus 1 to my damage? Uh, no. not to the damage, no, just, just, just the DC. A, just the DC. Oh, so what would be... Yeah. Oh, so the spell CD, that would actually increase it to 16, but I think that one just made it. That one got 16, so. Yeah, so yeah. they just made it. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, so it's 11 points of damage. Okay, cool. So the one, number two, which is still, like, in the back, or, you know, roughly about 15 feet-ish back, uh, gets blasted even farther back, uh, so it will not be able to get up to you guys in this round. Uh, but number one is able to brace itself, and so it only takes half that damage, so it will take five points of thunder damage. So, uh, CJ, Claw of Justice number two, or anything else? Do you have a bonus action or anything? I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that Claw of Justice is going to, like, get back up and start um, marching forward but not getting close enough to either of you. 
Pine, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? So after the uh, Claw of Justice uh, had slashed me, Pine, reeling, will take his uh, Horfrost and it starts to glow. And in just an uppercut right in front of the Claw of Justice, cast Rhymes Binding Ice. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I'll say with that, you're also going to be able to hit... Um, you actually might be able to hit all three. Because it's a 30-foot cone? 30-foot cone. I'll say I'll say you're able to hit uh, number one and number three. Okay. With that. Just in terms of, like, angling it in a way mm-hmm. that will hit... St- all right, so cool. So you'll be able to hit number one and number three. Uh, that's a con save. It is a con save, uh, 14. DC. 14. Okay. Ooh, so number three, uh, rolled a 17 plus four. Uh, so it's saved, so it won't be, uh, stuck. But number one rolled an eight plus four, so twelve. it is going to take full damage and be his... And be frozen in place. Yeah. Okay, so Uh, what is the damage? It is ten cold damage. Ten cold damage. All right. So he is immobile, and number he is taking five cold damage, but it's not. And as you swing it forward and you blast it out, this big old like line of frost shoots out and sticks up and things, and it's it's real fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Then, as a bonus action, I will command Dispy to go and basically cut off uh, the. CJ3, so he okay. can't get any closer. I like it. Uh, then and yes, attack Dis- him. Yes, Quick. absolutely. So Dispy will run over to CJ number three, Claw yes. of Justice number three. Yes. And, uh, alright. What, roll your attacks for me. I shall. Uh, and it's gonna be two tentacle attacks. Oh yeah. So the first one is, uh, 19. 19 is going to miss. Oh, okay. And then the second is less than that, so. Yeah, you watch as Dispy runs up and, like, swings its tentacles at this knight, and it's just able to, like, hold up the shield and sort of uh, block the things before before the uh, tentacles get, like, a good grip on uh, this knight. Uh, Which that knight, or that claw, will make two attacks against Dispy, but at disadvantage because... Yes, uh, that's a natural one on the low end. And then, ooh, uh, the lowest is a 15 plus 5, so 20. That hits. That's going to hit. All right. Uh, Dispy will take eight points of slashing damage as the first one whiffs completely from uh, the two as it, like, Dispy moves in as, like, a unit of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is able to, like, you watch almost robotically it like sees that it missed but then it like and then immediately like stabs down into the space where it knows Dispy to be and you watch as the second form dissipates away. Um, okay. How much damage was that again? Uh, it was eight. Eight, okay. Yeah. He's still uh, there? <laughs> yeah, he's still there. Okay. Oh yeah. No, Dispy is Dispy's... there until... Dispy uh... basically has double the health I do. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Dispy's a Dispy's a big chonky boy. Um, uh, hold on, I need to check a spell real quick because it is now Siegfried's turn. Um, okay. Uh, 
All right. Uh, it is now Siegfried's turn, and Siegfried is going to pull out his um, moon sickle uh, and actually run over to Upine and put his hand on his his free hand on your wrist that is holding your dwarven blade, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Ryan, this is DM to you. Yes. Uh, choose one of these five. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder? Let's keep with the, uh, theme and go cold. Alright, cool. Your dwarven longsword is now infused with elemental weapon- the elemental weapon spell. So it becomes a plus one longsword that deals an additional 1d4 cold damage on a hit. Sweet. Yeah. What, for a while? Uh, for the next hour, as long as Sig holds concentration on this. Got it. Um. And- just one clarification for Dispy. Since I gave him the command to keep attacking that one, do yeah. I need to keep refreshing that with my bonus action every turn? No. Okay. That's fine by me. I, yeah. That's essentially it. Fighting that thing is it defending itself. So, that is the end of this round. Uh, at the top of the round, it is uh, Claw of Justice number one. Still on you, Pine. It's going to make two attacks against you. Oh my god, they're rolling real good. Does a 17 hit you? That is my armor class. Alright, and so does this 15 plus 5 is a 20. So the two hits on you again. Oh wow. Uh, that is 6 plus ten, 13. No, uh, 6 plus uh, 8 is... 6 plus 8. 12? 12 points of damage to you. 6 plus 8. As oh, no, wait. That's 14. 14 points. Thank you, Sean. That is... Uh, we it, know math. Yeah, totally. Uh, as it comes in, it still just keeps clanging on your breastplate. Once again, can you make another insight check? Oh, don't for tell me. As you were like right up in combat with this thing. Sure, I'm just oh I'm supposed to be really good at these. Fourteen. Fourteen. You look into this thing, and there's something just off about their movements and their sort of being. It's almost like they're being controlled, like like puppets like moving puppets but you can see human eyes behind them and you can almost see this strange sort of like wildness to their eyes like they're not there's a there's a sense there's like a there's thought and feeling and it's a lot of fear and terror behind those eyes in the sense that this person is not in control of their actions okay so with that it is alex's turn my turn. Uh, okay, so where is everyone situated right now, just so I can get a grasp? Yeah, so as of right now, uh, number one is right up on Pine, which is, like, right next to you, roughly. Uh, Sig is all—you three are basically right next to each other, roughly, with—there's one Claw of Justice right in front of Pine. There is another Claw of Justice roughly about 15 feet to the—we'll say the right, where— um, Dispy also is, and then there's another claw of justice to the uh, number two is to the left, and it's and it, uh, is going to be able to close the distance to attack you guys now. But number three is off to the right with Dispy. Okay, so two, so two is the one that's like the one I blasted away. Yes. Okay. Also, there's a bunch of just drunk asleep Rainbow Guard on one of the big long tables to like the your like far. Yeah. Right side. Right. <laughs> Who are, for whatever reason, have now woken up. Maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, Alex, it is your turn. So. Let me see something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm gonna try something here. If I can. Yeah. By all means. I guess have to know if it's a bonus action. Oh no, it's an action. Uh what's screw it. I'm gonna use uh detect magic. Okay. Yeah. You cast detect magic, and you can see that there is some sort of like dark energy around like the bodies of these knights that okay. sort of emanates and it's very much like an enchantment sort of thing that something is controlling them am i able to figure out where the source is uh no okay. it's just kind of emanating from them okay is it at least look like it's emanating like all around their bodies or is there a certain point it seems like it's like their whole being okay all right, I'll just, after detecting that, I'll say, okay, these guys are probably possessed or something. There's some weird aura around them. Yeah, okay. they def there's something that's not right about them. They might be being affected by some kind of magic. Understood, as says Sig. Uh, but before we get to Sig's turn, uh, it is the Claw of Justice number two, and it's going to run up and attack you, Alex. And of course it is. Uh, that's a 7 plus 5, which I imagine does not hit. Nope. Uh, but an 18 plus 5 does. Yeah, that does. Alright, that is 4 plus 3, 7 points of slashing damage. As this one okay. runs up, you're able to, like, dodge out of the way of one, but it's able to very, like, very quickly and, like, robotic puppet-like slam its, uh, with speed unheard of, uh, slam its sword down into you, uh, and it, like, gets you right in the shoulder. Um, that's its turn. Pine, it is your turn. Um, well, with this, him still needing to be able to survive, he is going to unleash a flurry of attacks at this gar this uh, claw of justice in front of him. Absolutely. Ow, he's taking me down to, like, blow half health. Yep. <laughs> so, all three attacks going at this guy. All right. Oh, boy. So, the first two with, uh, Horfrost. Uh-huh. That is 18 plus 6. 24. Uh, yes, that is a hit. Uh, then the next one is a 18. Uh, 18 is going to miss. Okay. So I'll just do... First attack. This attack first. Mm -hmm. Right. That is, uh... Uh, 13 points of slashing and cold damage. Alright. And then with the... Tuned up, long sword I've got. Natural twenty. Oh, hell yeah! Boy. All right, so that's two d eight and two d four. Yeah, and I will not smite because I have a feeling we don't want to outright kill these people. Nope. I don't know if you're natural twenty, but <laughs> we'll um, know. Well, they're holding my hands. And then we'll it's also gonna does. be plus. F okay, plus four. 18 points of slashing and cold damage. All right. Well, you slash in with Horfrost cutting up in a burst of ice encases it, and you're able to, like, try and come back down, but it gets the shield back up, like, really quickly. But with oh, that, you're able to stab forward with uh, your dwarven sword, and it's able to, like, really pierce through the armor and hit it hard. And this guy's looking pretty rough now, not okay. going to lie. Okay. Uh, but it is now... Uh, uh Dispy's turn. turn. Yeah. And Dispy will also keep keep on attacking because that's what I told him to do. Yep. Not the hurt one, I assume. <laughs> well, no, number three. No, number three. Uh, okay. uh, that's a twenty-four. Uh yeah. yeah. 
That's a hit. And then go for the second attack. That's a 19, which I believe uh, misses. That misses, okay. yes. So he gets one attack off. Basically going to be 2d6. All right. Plus four. That is uh, six points of bludgeoning and two points of piercing. So okay. Eight points uh, of damage. Eight points of damage. Very, very nice. Um, and he gets his displacement up back, right? Yes. Yes, he does. Sorry, I'm just doing some quick... Got it. All right, cool. Uh, is that claw of justice turns in general, so it's going to make two uh, disadvantage attacks on Despy there. Uh, does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay, so that first one hits, so this second one will be rolled with, with yeah. uh, regular. Uh, but that's an 8 plus 5, 13. That is its armor class. Ah. Oh, man. All right, two hits on Despy. 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 Uh... That first hit is a four. The second is eight. Four plus eight is... Twelve. Twelve? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you watch as this be like, does like a double attack with both tentacles, but one hits the shield, but one is able to wrap around and like hit him right on the shoulder, but this knight is able to just like quickly stab and stab into Disby using the tentacles as like a follow line. Uh, but now it is Sig's turn. And he does have it. All right. Cool. So you watch as Siegfried, um, oh, wait, the spell magic doesn't increase targets, it just increases the level of the spell, I think, when you upcast it. I think so. Is there there a mass dispel? There is not a mass dispel, which is hmm, interesting. Um, Let me see. I just don't think. Dispel, 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 here we go. Uh, Choose one quick, oh, any spell of third level or lower on it, oh, never for each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. At higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot fourth level or higher, you automatically end the effects of a spell on a target. Oh, okay, yeah, I was just talking about that, so it's got to be... Yeah, there's no yeah. increase in targets. No, yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Well, either way, you watch as Siegfried, hearing that there's uh, some magic, he's able to, like hold you watch as he like holds out like the moon scimitar uh or the moon sickle and is able to like kind of do a a circular pattern around like the target of number one uh that's on you pine and you watch as he kind of creates like a a circle almost silvery moonlike and then just like thrust his hand through it and then pulls and yanks and you watch as like this shadowy energy appears and gets like pulled through this circle and gets dissipated into like silvery light uh as you watch as that um the claw of justice in front of you like like gets yanked forward but then like r- like almost rigor mortis like sh- like stiffens and like falls over um unconscious it seems that even dispelling this magic does not completely leave them uh up to fight. hundred percent. Up to yeah. Up and ready to fight. So that's one down. Essentially. Question to you, Ryan. How lo- can you use those hunt those goose shoes again? <laughs> no. Okay. I nope. used both those charges on the guards. Okay. He did. Um. Well, that is Sig's turn. Uh. And to the top of the round, number one is 
unconscious now. So Alex, it is your turn. It is possible, like, if you want to, since we still have time before Sig can do Dispel Magic again, that you can still just knock one of these guys unconscious. Right. Um, um, so. Actually, oh wait, is that a second level spell? Ugh. Let me see, I know I had this in my spell slots, I just won't move. I can't remember which level it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I was thinking about using... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, but wait. Uh, I'm trying to think what to do. You can just shoot him with lightning. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the second one isn't hurt that bad, right? No, the second one... Well, they're both roughly around the same in terms of, like, the damage they've taken. I will say that number three is a little rough off than number two. All right. Um. Well, in that case... I'll just use my lightning launchers on number two. All right. So you. So or is I or I'm just gonna go Iron Man my repulse race. <laughs> yes. Hold on. Uh, that one I add my intelligence modifier now. Number so. two. Okay. So yeah, roll your attack for or attacks for me. Okay. Yeah. And proficiency and all that. Yeah, proficiency and everything. Blah blah blah. Uh, so that's plus twelve, fifteen plus. Four. Uh, that's out oh, 19. I know that misses. Yeah, 19 is not gonna hit. You watch as it goes, and it's like kind of deflects off uh, a shoulder piece of armor. Okay. It's sort of. All right. Yep. I'll adjust my aim and try again. Oh, that's lower. It's 18. <laughs> well, I am sorry. Yeah. yeah sadly, both of them. I've conflicted. I've conflicted. Which, speaking of. Claw of Justice number two. It is going to make two attacks against you, Alex. Okay. Um, oh, well, that's a... Uh, what's your AC? Uh, 19. Yeah, neither of those hit. So, okay. So four and a seven on the die. They are conflicted! <laughs> so you watch as it tries to go and hit, but it's, maybe there's something deep within this one that's just like it's trying to fight back as best it can. Pine, it is your turn. Can I also uh, just say... With the one that's in front of me, he never broke out of his ice, so he's just unconscious, <laughs> he's like, like, like kind of <laughs> over, but his legs still kind of up. Yep, no, uh, he's uh, that's frozen in ice. Oh, that yeah. must be so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nope. So with that, and being a little upset that this other guard is being a little mean to Despy, he's going to run over and stand and fight with Despy and take oh boy, all right, some attacks Absolutely. on him. Roll those attacks for me. And I guess trying to be as non-lethal as possible. They're an armor. You can kind of smack them with the back of your blades, the side of your blades, It's all, and ring them up. Right. Dong. Uh, so first attack, that's going to miss. It was a 7 plus 6. Mm-hmm. Miss. Uh, that's a 17 plus 6, so that hits. What is, what's that total? Uh, 17 plus 6, 23. 23. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit. Um, Even with a parry that hits. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay, so this damage is going to be... Uh, that's 12 points of slashing and cold damage. 12 points. Alrighty. And then for the... Actually, I'm just going to have... Uh, for my bonus action, just have Dispy take the dodge action. Okay. Sounds good to me. Well, actually, he already has... It, he, he already, already has disadvantage on the attacks, so... Um, I'll just have him stand... But I'll... He will... 
uh, disengage and just kind of head back towards uh, Sig. Back towards Sig. Okay, cool. So uh, Dispy disengages with the Claw of Justice. So this Claw of Justice will now uh, robotically just kind of like shoot its focus towards you and make two attacks on you, Pine. Okay. Um, so one is a miss, but one is a natural twenty. Okay. Um, so how you doing, by the way? <laughs> uh, not great. Oh, great. <laughs> you watch as like this night he like essentially goes and faints to like one side to then get you to move to another and like just stabs straight across your chest and like really digs into like the armor that you can feel it almost a big wound on your chest and whoo doggy. Uh, you take uh, four plus three, seven plus eight. Seven plus eight is fifteen. Uh, fifteen points of slashing damage as this one hits you real freaking hard. Ow! But well, luckily now it is six Freed's turn, so he's gonna once again do that circle, pull his hand through, and rip the magic off of Claw of Justice number two since it is the closest to him. Um, so Claw of Justice number three is still up. Number two, once again, gets the energy sucked out of them and then immediately crumples unconscious onto the floor. So, with that, though, we are back at Alex's turn. There is one Claw of Justice still up. Um, Okay, is it possible? I know, I'm thinking, can I grapple him? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, To make a grapple check, I'll have you roll uh, an attack roll against him. Mm -hmm. And if you succeed, it it will be using... My strength? Yeah. 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 So just just roll a d20 and add my strength. Okay. Yep. Let me bring that up. Okay, here we go. Oh, uh, 19? 19, unfortunately, he's not going to make it. Damn it! I'd say, like, meeting, beating its armor class to, like, try and wrap your arms around him. Ah. You try to go, and it kind of, it just, he gets the shield in front and kind of pushes you back a bit. And unfortunately, you're not able to grapple this, uh, I just say, nice. I just want a hog! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Pine, it's back to you, though. Well, Pine is going to just batter it a little bit, use his hand kind of glows a faintly bright green energy, places it on him, and uses all of his lay on hands oh, well, oof. Uh, to heal him up by 25. Okay. So uh, that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make an attempt to get out. <laughs> okay. Get out of Dodge. Yeah. And, like, head back towards Sig. All right. That will be a opportunity attack on you. It sure will. Uh, nine plus five does not hit. Oh! <laughs> yep. Uh, but with uh, Alex right on this night as you run away, it is going to make two attacks against uh, you, Alex. Okay. Does a 17 hit you? Uh, shield. So adds plus two. So nineteen. All right. Yeah, cause you. So yeah, cause, so your our AC is nineteen total. Yeah, it'd be eight nineteen total with the shield. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause I know there's the shield spell that is separate. Yeah. When you so when you said shield, I was and then there was a natural one. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then you watch as Siegfried once again uses dispel magic and rips it from this guy, and he crumples down unconscious. Uh, which. Ends this uh, this little round of combat. <sighs> so, <sighs> how are you two? Are you? I'm actually glad we decided to go together. <laughs> Trying yeah. to. 
that face How badly hurt? Uh, well, with that last bit of healing to myself, I'm okay for right now. Okay. Well, come here. He's going to heal you. Um, he's going to do a little cure wounds on you. Um, which, oh. One second. Gotta, gotta grab a check in a book thing. What are you looking for? I'm looking for my Tasha's. What do you need? I know I. I have it with me. The, oh, here it is. Okay. It was under. Sorry. I just need to double check this magical weapon real quick because I'm trying to remember. Uh, Moonsicle healing add a d4 and add a number. Okay. Just an extra d4. Cool. Yep. Pine, you are received. Oh, come the fuck off. <laughs> Four, five, six. Anything that has to do or affect Pine is always going to be rolled Seven, poorly. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. You get eleven hit points back. Okay. I just rolled oh, two ones on, on a d8 and a d4. So that's just. <laughs> Ouch! Unfortunate. But. Sounds about so right 11. when it comes to affecting Pine. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. So at least you get eleven hit points back. Okay. Um. Hopefully that helps you out for a bit. Yeah, it does. Um, Thank you. Uh, well, let's keep going we... to find find the Duke. Yes, let's go. Um, it's been a while. I don't quite remember exactly. Honestly, I was a toddler. I don't really know where his chambers might be. Do we uh, go search the chambers? You have yet to be to the Duke's chambers. Yeah, we, we just went to the... See... Yeah, we went to the dungeon, but we did see where uh, Father Preston was taking the Duke, right? You know, like, which staircase. So, like, you know oh. to go to the staircase that leads to the right of the, uh, like, throne. Yeah, it's the uh, gone. And you go up, and it's roughly... Because you guys were on, like, the first floor, right? Yeah, I think. I'm trying to think back to that when you guys... Before you guys left for... Yeah. Um, you can imagine that the Duke's, like, official living quarters is probably on, like, the third... Or, or also on, like one of these other floors mm -hmm. um so you'd have to go up some stairs to uh find it right yeah well at least we know what direction we're heading so let's go right um actually <sighs> so <sighs> you start making your way up the stairs trying to find uh you look down the one corner there's nothing in these halls so you start heading up another and eventually you get to uh, the second floor and you can see down one of the hall and like down this hallway at the very end seems some rather like ornate doors. But it is guarded by two other uh, claws of justice, which you can only imagine is probably the location of the Duke, um, mm. which these will just use the same initiative order. But these two claws of justice are going to ready up their shields and then start making their way towards you. And uh yeah, they just start moving towards you. We'll just go back. That was their turn to start moving. And uh, Alex, it is your turn. These needs knights are coming towards you. What do you want to do? How close are we to to them? I'll say they're about 30 feet away from you now. Okay. I think if anything, I'm just going to hold my action for a lightning launcher until they get, like, attack range of us. Or Oh, is your actually, no. lightning launcher not that far? Oh, no, it is. Um, you know, no one's screwed. I, I was just thinking about holding until, like, the... 
like until Sig does his spell, and then I focus on oh. whoever it was the other one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pine, what about you? Pine will basically do about the same thing, but he'll probably take a couple steps and have um, Dispy do the same. Okay. Sounds good. Then, yeah, it goes to Sig's turn, and you watch as he does the same thing and pulls the energy uh, away. So we'll say Claw of Justice number four goes unconscious. Number five is going to start rushing forwards to attack at you guys. You held your accent, in Alex right. for as it's like moving. Yep. So. All right. Here we go. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, that's going to be a t- 10. That misses. Yeah, that's a miss. And my son. Uh, uh, 14 plus 3 plus 4. Uh, 21? It's not a, it's not a melee attack, right? No, it's, it's, a, ranged yeah, it's, attack. Yeah, it's a ranged attack. Yeah, you're able to get in with that. Okay. Alright, so I just do a T6. Uh, 5 points of lightning damage, right? Alright, 5 points of lightning damage. That guard in its movement is going to get up close to you. And before it attacks, Pine, do you want to uh, make your attacks? Yes, I shall. And just be as well. Right. And I'm guessing since use the bonus action to command Dispy, I'll just do the two. Sounds good. That misses. That's a three plus okay. uh, six. Yep. And that is a natural one. So Pine misses. <laughs> I am sorry. And now, uh, um, But here comes Dispy with his two attacks. That's a nine. Natural one? That's a natural one. Oh, it's 11. That's an 11. I'm sorry. So, uh, yep. Well... This uh, knight is going to make one attack against Alex. Uh, 17 plus 5. That hits. Alright. Uh, 8 points of slashing damage. And then one more attack on you, Pine. But that's an 8 plus 5, which is a miss. Yes. Yeah. So, it comes in one side slipe to Alex, the other to Pine, but misses. Uh, it is now uh, Sig's turn to spell magic. And this thing guy goes unconscious. And then after that, you kind of watch as Siegfried just starts to run towards the sort of big ornate door at the end of this hallway uh, and opens it up. He's going and way too you fast. See, you see the sort of chambers of the Green Duke. It's sort of like a lounging area or like a meeting place with like tables and chairs and like a fireplace and whatnot. Uh, but in the next room of this room, um, you see bookshelves and this massive bed uh where in it you see um the green duke uh apparently breathing raspily and sort of in a state of unconsciousness and he watches kind of Siegfried runs over and says oh grandfather um sorry friends i uh, have to see what i can do to save him i oh no um, Absolutely. Uh, while you guys are here, can you make a? I can actually put this away. Perception. Can you make some perception checks for me. Okay. Can I bring up my perception. That seems about right without even rolling. Five. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Pine, you're just kind of just watching Edmund or Siegfried go down and like try and use magic to heal up the Duke in this state. Um, whereas Alex, you hear something odd because it sounds like it's coming from one of the bookshelves and it sounds like the echo of 
clanking armor. Very similar to that of a certain knight's clanking armor. Echoey, sort of reverberating, but it seems to be like receding and going down. Down? And it seems like it's coming from the bookshelf. All right. Like it's faint. Yeah. But you can sort of just notice it. All right. So I'm going to go a bit to the bookshelf and try to like listen more carefully. Yeah. It it sounds like, and you can hear it, that sort of very distinct clanking of armor of Sir Edmund Brightblade as it keeps apparently going down steps behind this bookshelf. Okay. Um,. I'm going to leave them focused, and I'm going to try to search the bookshelf and see. Okay, there's got to be... Okay, based on that, there's got to be something here. I'm going to try to look for, like, a secret passage between moving books, secret switch, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make a roll an investigation check with advantage for me. Okay. Now roll first. 17. Uh, 8, but 17 plus my investigation is... Oh, 7. 24. 24. Uh, you end up finding this book that's odd because it doesn't have like a like a, a title on the spine or anything. But it's in like a lot of varying like the sort of rainbowy color sheen to it. And you pull that and suddenly you hear a as the uh bookshelf starts to rotate in front of you revealing a secret door okay uh which then mm-hmm. i was gonna say do i see see the the night no, like right there that you heard you heard the sound right. of steps going down and away yeah so essentially what you've just opened up is now this sort of secret door that seems to lead to stone stairs that head down okay somewhere Right. You don't know where you've Yeah, but they're not you've never been. Right, but they're not like my plainest sight or anything. No. Okay. You do not see Sir Edmund or anyone within your plane of sight. If anything, this thing slides open, you look in, it's this big, like sort of enclosed stone stairwell, and you can kind of see like there's little bit like little sconces of light that sort of lead down, but it goes very far down and you don't see uh as it even like curves down and around. You see no end. Okay. You can just hear a little bit better now the fainter like clanging and like dinging or you know right the sounds of sir edmund's armor okay um hang on i want to think about something before i continue which i don't but it, it's far far down right, far far you down. don't okay. know how yeah i won't know how far it is all right damn i wish i got to one sooner anyway uh i'll just go to them guys to say i think i found on their secret passage and i think i think our fellow knight is hey that more further okay go friends please leave me i will i have to do something i will catch up with you once i'm able to okay well um uh whatever father preston's doing uh before we go can I just make another perception check around the room? I'm just kind of curious if there's anything we can use in here that might help us. Sure, and with that, I'll also roll your roll, and uh, Siegfried is going to give you both some extra HP. Okay. Um, 
Pine. Oh, mm-hmm. you get seven, eight, nine, ten. Fifteen extra HP, or heal up by fifteen points. Uh, okay. And Alex, you get eight, nine. Uh, Alex, you gain fourteen. Uh, oh, just and... just one short. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry. And yeah, this we will get. This we will get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so I roll eighteen plus two twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Uh, you are looking around. Um, there isn't really anything of. There's not really anything of use here that could help you in your fight with. That's potentially coming up. Okay. Um, All right. You. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's there's okay. not much here within this room that would be of use to help you in this fight. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want to grab some of these books or a chair and just throw them at Father Preston, <laughs> by all means, you're yeah, more than welcome to. I won't be but, that disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, there's unfortunately not much here. So, I will say, though, with that, you start, the three of you, uh, while Siegfried stays behind to stay with his grandfather, start heading down these long, strange, hidden steps. Cautiously. Who knows what... Yes, I know, cautiously. To who knows what lies beneath this keep. So, folks, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back to... uh, Oh, boy, we're getting to it. See you in a bit. Hi, folks. Welcome to the mid-break. I just want to say thank you once again for listening to the podcast this being the second of two episodes that are coming out today on the year anniversary of our first episode ever released. So yeah, let's get back to the action. So, hi folks. We've returned. And we are ready. So, you have found the secret door that seems to lead down below the keep. Uh, You feel like you've been going for a while. Probably like... Honestly, it, it almost feels like time doesn't it, it doesn't matter because it, it just it is dark except for these nice warm lights that are falling down. They're sort of magical in the sense that they aren't uh, candles or anything. It's just sort of this soft warm glow. Eventually, and you can hear off in the distance, uh, as Alex would say, pointed out to Pine, the sort of soft clanking of armor that is Sir Edmund Brightblade. And eventually you hear it stop, and probably due to no movement and such. And as you go down, you can see there's more light at the bot. Like, you finally can see light shining far down below you, and it seems to reach sort of a bottom. And you actually also notice that as you're coming down, there's almost an equally... uh, an equal set of stairs that seem to be going up the opposite direction. So you're kind of coming down in like a V or like one side of a V. And it seems like there's another set of stairs that lead uh, to another part of the keep um, where that might lead to, or what sort of secret door those steps are behind in what room who's to say, but eventually you get down and you get into this long, uh, Sorry, I'm looking at my notes to make sure. Yes, some strange long stone hallway, sort of circular in nature, just like domed. Um, kind of think a little bit like, 
you know, in in uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, right before you're going to fight a uh, a dragon priest, you have like that sort of domish shape hallway, stone hallway. Well, similar to that, there is what looks to be a massive door all the way at the end, circular and domish in in shape as well. It's hard to see exactly the detail of it, but it looks very ornate. But you notice standing in front of that are two figures. One gleaming knight in a green cape, sword and shield, um, but with a helm on top to obscure uh, their head. Uh, you can only imagine is our good boy, Sir Edmund Brightblade. Next to him is a sort of stooped, hunched over figure in this dark cowl um, that seems to be like moving one of its hands along the like uh, path of this door in front of you. And you can kind of hear it's like, yes, oh yes, oh behind this door is the power, the power that I can use to take this duchy. Um, and then the knight, Sir Edmund, turns around and seems to, like, get a ready stance, see, noticing you guys there, and then he watches this shadow figure, he's like, oh, yes, it seems that even those knights were not enough to stop you too. I hope that and he watches like the shul- the, the stupid figure starts to lean back a bit and you watch as the head of Father Preston starts to come out but then you watch as the neck keeps going and it elongates as you see Father Preston's head is on top of this strange long neck. The uh, his right arm was looking at the following the things, uh, but the left arm comes out and it's this massive, um, strange, slightly sort of scaled arm. Um, sorry, it, I'm keep losing track of my notes. <laughs> uh, this four long clawed left arm with just the, the talons are super long with dark black feathers that seem to like reach down the arm and even sort of peek up along the the uh elongated neck and you just see these bright glowing eyes as he seems that father Preston, as you know him is no longer this sort of tall slender man but some sort of corrupted looking individual and alex you in particular notice something because as that neck finally reaches its elongated length you watch as something um as some sort of amulet around his neck kind of drops out of the cloak and you see before you is one of the treasures of your family you see the star opal amulet and in almost an only one way that you would see, it sort of zooms in to, like, the opal uh, star in it. And you can kind of see the dwarven uh, numbers for eight. And it's wrapped around this strange, corrupted Father Preston's neck. And he kind of looks over at Sir Edmund's like, Sir Edmund, take care of these in- and Sir Edmund just kind of like clinks up and just starts making his way towards you. Unless there's anything you guys want to say. I'll just say that, well, 
at first, it, at first when he, we see his figure, it's like I was gonna go to Pine, and I was like saying, "What the fuck am I looking at?" I have no idea. But there's well, and then later on, I would say, "But I think we deserve some answers." <laughs> so, why don't you guys roll some initiative? Uh, just to first get an idea. So, uh, Father Preston is still up there, and Edmund's like down there. Is that how it is? No, it is a long hallway. Oh, okay. Okay, it I thought they were long... out like a balcony or something. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. It is a it is a long cylindrical hallway, stone all around. At the very end, there is a big door. The big door. That, okay. That Father Preston is at, but now looking at you and. Admin is walking your way. It's roughly about 60 foot in length in terms of, like, how far away you guys are. Um, and, yeah, so roll some initiative, my brothers, and okay. I'm going to roll the initiative for these. There two. we go, there we go, there we go. Okay. God, so, good initiative, finally. Edmund. Same. Plus 10. Okay, yeah, keep forgetting it's only plus 2 for my initiative. All right. Alex, what is your initiative? 20. 20? Ooh, very nice. All right. Pine, what is your initiative? <coughs> 15. Nice. And we'll say Dispy goes right after you. So, uh, as of right now, distance between you, you and them is roughly about 60 feet. Um, yeah. So, at the top of the round, Alex... Okay. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Alright. I gotta take that into consideration because I did have a plan, but now I gotta do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so how close is Edmund to uh Preston? Uh like ten feet, I'd say. Um so I'd say Father Preston's the full sixty away from you, and Edmund is roughly about fifty feet away from you. So Okay. I will also notice as combat sort of starts, you do sort of see this sort of shadowy. Um, it, it's almost it looked like it was just the cloak, but it seems like the cloak has some sort of shadowy, like writhing energy around Father Preston as well. Okay. Um. So if I, if possible, if I could do this this turn, I'm gonna get as close as I can. Which is gonna be thirty five B because the I had the lightning launcher one, so I adds a plus I think plus five, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, plus five. So thirty five B and I wanna use I wanna use web on them. Web? Yep. Okay. And I wanna get both of them in there. Okay. Uh you run up and what does your web look like as you run up to okay. cast it? So I basically uh run up close, you see uh Pine would see there's like some kind of like mechanism stretching out from or not really stretching constructing on his back and then I get in like a crouch position and basically it'll fire like a little grenade launcher like and shoot the wet like a web grenade popping up gotcha. and then landing on them. Gotcha. As you fire this web grenade and it launches forward and starts to open up, you watch as Father Preston takes his big um strange four clawed arm and just waves it across the air and he watches this wave of magic slices through the web as it opens up and dissipates as he oh, counterspells fuck. your web okay so sorry yeah i know I, I figured that was gonna happen but i had to give it a shot 
I understand. Uh, anything else? I don't think you can do bonus wise. No, I can't do um, bonus wise. Like, I'll just say, damn, I was hoping that. I was like, damn, hoping I was gonna do something, and I was gonna, and I was gonna say, and I was hoping to interrogate him. <laughs> um. Well, at uh, the end well, of your, I'll just say this. I just. Since that didn't work, I was I'm just gonna brace myself with my shield. Absolutely. And that that can't uh, go back. I'm not gonna have that throughout the entire. It's like right, right, right. It's like um. Oh shit! This is weird. <laughs> I mean, horrible design plan. <laughs> so, at the end of your turn, you watch as Father Preston starts to then weave more magic, but this time with his uh human-like hand, and you watch as roughly. Right in the center of this hallway, right basically where you are, Alex, uh-huh. and roughly 30 feet, or maybe not exactly where you are, let's see, 60 feet, 60 foot distance, uh, sorry, I'm trying to do some math, so if 60 feet, 30 is half, yep. Um, you trying to half that or not? So I'm trying. I'm trying to like not half it, but try to find the midpoint. So thirty. So if we're like right in the center, mm-hmm. thirty feet out, because it is a thirty foot radius sphere. Okay. Oh, that would fill up almost the entire hallway, wouldn't it? Oh, a sphere. Well, yeah, thirty foot radius sphere. Well, because... again, I I moved like thirty five feet away from everyone else, so. Because I was trying to close the distance to use web. Yeah, I know. Okay. But I'm saying a 30-foot diameter radius, or a 30-foot radius sphere is a 60-foot diameter. Diameter, yeah. So basically that would fill this entire hallway. Yeah, basically. Okay. So, just shy of a cup of, like, 10 feet of Edmund, or basically right... What happens is he ca- he uses his hand to cast a spell, and you watch as a legendary action, and you watch as the area you two are in, roughly about just shy of where Edmund is, you watch as this sickly green light starts to emanate in the space around you. And it is, it is not a pleasant light. It is a... It's sickening in its radiance one could say oh god as you are just nauseated by this as it starts to like and it it feels icky and like sickly as it starts to the light sort of like you can feel it passing through you like a radiation and uh yeah so we're covered in that it doesn't do anything yet okay but it will pine i need you to make a constitution saving throw as you are in this sickening radiance spell Okay. Natural 20. Oh, that's great. Do you need me to have, uh... I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Let me just double check something about this spell. Interesting. So you take no damage from this spell, Mm -hmm. as well as you do not gain a level of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So it is your turn. What would you like to do? Do you want me to roll for Dispy as well? Uh, you know what? Yeah, do that right now. Five. Ah. So, Disby's gonna take 4d10 points of damage. 
seven, eight, nine. Uh, so 17 plus 17 plus 7. Disby takes 24 points of radiant damage and suffers one point of exhaustion. That's radiant damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what does Pine want to do on their turn? Pine is going to dash all the way up to Father Preston. Oh. As you run past Sir Edmund Brightblade, he's going to make an opportunity attack against you. Okay. Are you expecting that? <laughs> I I mean, I knew that was probably coming. Okay. Uh, does a 16 plus 5? Yes. 21. All right, that's a 21. So he's going to hit you, and... So you take nine points of slashing damage. Okay. And you are also stopped in place right next to him as he uh, is able as to Sentinel. interject himself with uh, a sentinel ability. Okay. And uh, as uh, his um, bonus action, he's going to command. How far away was Disby? Same distance as you. He's going to have Disby dash up to Edmund. Okay. As well. So we're both up against Edmund. Right. Uh, Disby has one level exhaustion. She'll like, that's just skill checks right now. So, yep. and I'll say Disby has just gotten out. Oh, so Disby is out of the radiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disby loses the level of exhaustion. Okay. Yeah. So. Got it. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, it is now Edmund's turn. And Edmund is going to make two attacks against you, Pine. Uh, does a, an 18 hit you? Yes. All right, the other one is 9. So, Edmund comes down to hit you with 8 plus 3. That is, um... 11. 11 points of slashing damage. As Edmund just kind of slams down his sword on you, uh, with incredible strength. Um, and that is Sir Edmund's turn. Now it is... Father Preston's turn. So, let me just check something real quick. All right. So, you watch as Father Preston brings up his clawed hand, extends it forward. You watch his crackling lightning just starts to go between all of the things. And then you also watch as the the uh, the star opal amulet starts to flash with a little bit of light. And it almost energized and that energy like goes up his arm and energizes the lightning and it shoots out a much poor much more powerful lightning bolt so instead of a third level lightning bolt it is going to be a fourth level without extending a fourth level spell slot uh i need pine and alex to roll dexterity saving throws for me okay uh 17 plus 2. 19 total. Alright, you'll take half. 11. You're going to take the full 9d8 damage. <sighs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. That's so many ones! Good! <laughs> uh, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10, 11, 12... <laughs> Pine, you take 13 points of lightning damage. 
You still don't understand how much that like fucks me up. <laughs> I understand. I, I know, but that was that was so many ones. I literally rolled. So that's so, uh, Alex. You take half a thirteen. Uh, so six. six. Uh, I literally rolled nine d six. Three of those dice, two of those dice were twos. One was a three. The rest were ones. I'm down to fourteen health. Well, doesn't that suck? <laughs> well, uh, that was Father Preston's turn. Uh, at the top of the round, and let me just mark something here real quick. That was one turn. Alex, it is your turn. What would you like to do? You are. Oh, actually, roll. Alex, I need you to roll a Constitution saving throw for me. All right, Constitution. You're still in this sickening radiance. Right, right, right. right. Okay, saving throw. Save. Okay, that's still good. And it's a good roll. 17 plus 6, 23. Damn it. Yeah, you survive. Um, you take okay. no damage, and you uh, do not gain any exhaustion. So, All right, so I'm going to run up uh, much closer, more closer to Preston, and then I'm going to activate my telepathic powers, which is Mage Hand, and I'm going to try to grab that opal okay. off of Father Preston. So, you will be going past Edmund. He's going to make an opportunity attack okay. against you. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. So, it basically just means whether or not you stop next to Edmund. You'll still be within the 30-foot rate. You'll be still be able to reach with your mage. Yeah. But just know that Edmund is stopping you from getting too close. Yeah. That's a natural 20. Okay, go ahead. Four... 6, 10, plus 13 points of slashing damage as he slashes in you. Okay. Um, that's his reaction, but you do stop right next to him. So basically, all three of you are on uh, Edmund as he's trying to stop you from getting to Father Preston. But yeah, you attempt to use Mage Hand to try and grab the uh, the Star Opal Amulet from him. Um, yep. I need you to... We're going to roll okay. a spell... Uh, a, we're gonna do a spell roll, uh, uh, a spell off, a roll, a, uh, a spell attack roll off, or spell ability roll off, whatever that, yeah, yeah. So, so I just got roll a d twenty and my spell attack. Yeah, you right. Roll your spell attack, and Father Preston is also going to roll a spell attack, um, to try and stop this. Um, okay. All right, here I go. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 16 plus 7 and then plus 1 from uh do i have my all purpose tool plus 1 yes okay so that's plus 8 so 24 father preston rolled a 5 plus 6 <laughs> oh! <laughs> so what does it look like as you reach out with your telekinetic abilities this invisible mage hand of yours basically okay your yes yeah what is it so i'm basically reaching out with my hand um and like my armor is like laying up like, usually radiant, but then I'm, like, really focusing on that, like, electricity is just popping out, like, I need that back! And I just do, like, I do, like, a little flex with my fingers, like, to push it. Yeah, you watch as it starts to come up, and you watch as, like, the sh- you watch as it starts to float up off of his neck, or not off of his neck, but, like, the amulet itself starts to float up, and Father Prince is like, no, no, I need this. And like you watch these shadowy things start to go to try to pull it back. But the 
energy of your telekinetic abilities and what you rolled uh is able to like shock it away as it like bursts away and it like breaks the necklace of the amulet and it shoots towards you and it is now in your grasp um you've at least for this this moment in this combat you have at least we'll say potentially have recovered one of your family's artifacts yes (laughs) that's your turn as he's yeah i'll just say this as he says that it's like this never belonged to you. Indeed, it didn't. Uh, but at the end of your turn, uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw as wisdom. Father Preston stares into you with these big, glowing, sort of bird-like eyes uh, as your mind is being racked with pain. Oh, boy. A wisdom saving throw? Yep. Okay, that's not my strong suit, so... Roll high. Oh, 16, but minus 1, 15. That's, uh... That's gonna save. <laughs> yes! By one! Oh. By one! Oh, thank God! You, you feel your mind just being, like, scoured with, like, claws, and it feels like it's wrecking into you, and you're able to push through, maybe with the help of your own psychic abilities, push back on to this mind scour that would have left you stunned for a turn Um, but at the end of that legendary action pine it is your turn pine will rush up to father preston you can absolutely do that since uh yep edmund used his reaction already bloody and beaten he is furious absolutely he had that (laughs) the ringing in his head of alex saying he wanted to interrogate but he just goes we have no pl- we <clears throat> we do not get the pleasure of an interrogation and we'll just throw everything he's got at him. All right. Make your attacks. Does my uh left-handed attack or my dwarf sword still have the Oh, the magic yes, weapon? Just technically Oh, wait, isn't that ca- Oh wait, no, that if Siegfried was concentrated. Yeah, Siegfried was right. concentrated. He hasn't broken concentration, so yeah, I'm so, going to okay. give it to you. Okay, so the first attack is a 17. Oh, that's a hit. So that's one hit. The second attack is a 9. That's a miss. And then the third attack is a 15. 15 is exactly the AC. Okay. Here's the thing, though, Ryan. Those shadows lash out at you with those two hits. Okay. 8, 9, 10, oh, 11 th- points of damage. 5, okay, 6, back. 7 points of damage. I'm unconscious. Well, I'll still oh, let you get out. those two attacks off since you did hit. Um, okay, what happened? My connection fades. Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, as Pine went up to and got Father Preston with two attacks of his weapons, uh, the shadowy uh, energy around him lashed out and and like stabbed at pine so as pine goes in and hits twice i'm so smiting by the way for both of those oh i know give me this give me the radiant damage separate though okay um and may i ask is father preston possibly an undead or fiend no that might be the okay oh um so i'll More give you monstrous the... than okay. fiendish or undead so still I'm quite going... alive okay I'm going to give you the uh, two attacks first. 
And uh, I didn't clear. I'm going to be doing one at first and one at second. Okay. As long as you tell me the radiant damage separate, okay. then we're good. So for the Horfrost attack, it's going to be... That's good. Um, 15 points of cold and slashing. 15 points of cold and slashing. Great. Yep. Um, and then with the offhand sword, uh, that's going to be nine plus one. 13 points of cold and slashing. 13 points of cold and slashing. Very nice. And then, so with a third or second level smite, that's how many d8s? Uh, second level is, uh, first level is two, second level second is three. three. Yeah. Okay. So, all together, it's gonna be five. Okay, still roll them separately as two still, different okay. hits? Yeah. Okay, so the first one is, um, eight, 12 points of radiant. Alright, so half to six. Oh, he resists radiant damage, great. And then the second is uh 13 points of radiant damage have to seven so six plus seven is uh 13 13 thank you and then i flop on the floor <laughs> yes indeed you do so as you run up pine and you make those two uh you slash once uh miss the one and then slash again as this radiant energy and this cold flashes forward then this radiant energy flashes out but you watch as the shadow sort of absorbs some of that radiant energy and then it almost like twists it and stabs it through you as almost like uh uh pride in uh in full metal alchemist this energy stabs through you and it just like sends you and you go unconscious at father preston's feet uh, so, what is Dispy? Dispy's still around, right? Yeah, Dispy's still around. Uh, I didn't command him, but I would... Dispy's he... going to see you go down, and I don't know, what is Dispy... At this point, Dispy's gonna do whatever Dispy wants to do. I would say Dispy would, as a, probably a loyal companion, would then run and go and attack Preston. Okay. Two attacks. Mm-hmm. The first one is a 12. That's a miss. And the second one, that's cocked. It, not as much. Ten. Yeah, Despy go, Despy goes up and tries to swing, but the shadows sort of move around, not able to get a good hit on Father Preston's strange, abomination, monstrous, monstrous form. At the, oh, this is what I want to do. Yeah, at the end of that turn, Alex, can you make another wisdom saving throw for me? As Father Preston is still going to try to stun you with his mind scouring legendary action. Rah. Okay, come on. Oh, good. Uh, 19 on the roll, but minus one, 18. All right, you don't get stunned again. This sort of strange psychic battle you are having and you're winning every time. Uh, but it's Sir Edmund's turn, and Sir Edmund is going to run up. Uh, or just go to uh, slash at you, Alex, with two attacks. Uh, that is a 19. That's my AC. Okay, that hits, and then that is a 10. That doesn't hit. So you take seven points of slashing damage as Sir Edmund just kind of comes in with his sword. Um, and, I mean, make a... 
you know, when he gets in close, you can make an insight check, but I feel like you guys have an idea that Sir Edmund probably isn't yeah. fully here. Natural 20 on the insight check. <laughs> you can absolutely, like, you look into Edmund's eyes and you can just see pain and just, like, you can see tears streaming down his eyes as he's he sees what he's doing, but he cannot control it. This man is very, very upset at the fact that his body is being controlled by, and he is attacking people that he considers close friends. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of that turn, and Father Preston is uh, just like, yes, there will be no time for interrogation at all, and takes his claws and stabs into pine. <laughs> Just one attack. Two yeah. failed death saves. Two failed death saves. So how does it determine... Uh, sorry to pause at this dramatic okay. moment, but uh, what determines like an autocrit? Like- so because um, Pine is incapacitated... Right, um, I figured that. And it is within... It is a melee attack within five feet. Uh, that's essentially okay. what makes it an autocrit, um, oh, okay. which causes two death saves. Um, normally just a regular hit would not it would just cause one uh, okay or like the a uh, so, big aoe spell explosion would just cause one all right so you still need a roll for that i mean like cause... i rolled with advantage and i got a 13 plus 6 so 19 um i did make sure to roll just to okay be safe. okay so if pop there's still a chance you could miss with that yeah a, a chance a chance mm-hmm. okay i i don't know just i've learned about all the crits and no, I, I know just i got totally confused. understand uh, but that is the end of round two. Alex, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Well, after seeing Pine down, I'm going to... I know I'm probably going to get hit by this, but I'm going to go over there and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. As you run out of Edmund's range, he's going to make an attack against you. Yeah, I know. Stop you. I know. 18 plus 5 and set that is. triggers and you do not move. As he kind of clips oh, I... you with the legs as you try to oh, run crap. out of his range. Uh, you off. take five points of slashing damage. Oh, that that just hit five? Yeah, you take five. Was there... Okay, I thought there was something beforehand. My bad. Nope. It just stops you okay. in your tracks to be able to run over okay. to heal Pine. And I can't do anything else? Or... You can still... So basically, the idea that you run forward before even doing the spell... You run forward, you get stopped, so it kind of like trips okay. you up. So you can still cast a spell, but you cannot move from the position you are in next to uh, Edmund. Okay. I assume Cure Wounds is touch, it is yes. touch. right? All right. Well, then I'm going to have to do something else then. So, remembering what I got from uh, uh, Iron Hands, I pull out my fan, I f- flip it, it was like, you know, let's try something better. I I fold it back in, uh, take my shield arm, mm-hmm. uh, put it in my arm, do like a cocky motion, you see my arm trans like spin around and transform into a turbine, and oh. the and the and the blade and the blades have the same design. As, like, what the fan would yeah, have. Which, for the audience, I don't know if I mentioned, but the fan has, when you open it up, in this sort of ornate uh, uh, ocean storm on a coast. Yeah. The so, basically, instead of a storm, I changed it into, like, a whirlpool. Okay. <laughs> Just based on the design. So, I'm going to use it. <clears throat> All right. Roll that D20. Okay. Oh, and I'm... Just to clear, I am going to try to... Well, actually, let me see what I get. Uh, 16. Okay, so you cast Gust so, of Wind. So Yeah, so if possible, I want to try to get both um, 
Edmund and Preston in the same blast. Okay. Then essentially we'll just like knock them back and at least Yeah, I know. Okay. So yeah. Uh I need to roll a dexterity saving throw, I think, for gust of wind. Yeah, let me double check that. Gust of Gust of wind, gust of wind, gust of wind. Gust of wind. Uh oh, it's a strength save. Strength save. Even better. So, yeah, us yeah, strength saving throw. Alright. We'll go Edmund first. Edmund rolled a natural twenty, so he stays right there as he braces with a shield. Uh Father Preston. Uh rolls a three plus zero, so Father Preston gets pushed back and you see he like gets splayed out across the 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 door that he was trying to get into and it's just like ah, ah as this wind is just like pushing him back against the wall um not enough to deal any damage to him as he was already pretty close but he's at least not within melee range of pine um, yeah which speaking of pine it is now your turn roll a death save throw for me <sighs> Oh, God. No. What? It's a one. Oh! It's okay. a natural one. All right. We'll get back to you at the top of the round. Uh, it is now Edmund's turn, and Edmund is going to make... Uh... Oh, well, hold on. Uh, the Dispy. Dispy. Dispy is going... Miss. Okay. Unnatural 20. That is a hit. Uh, Dispy will take 2d8, uh, necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, takes two points of necrotic damage. Okay, and he will deal ten points of bludgeoning and piercing. Damn, alright. That's pretty good. As, as Father Preston is pushed up, you watch as the tentacles just start shredding into Father Preston's shadowy fig form and robe. It is now going to be Edmund's how, turn. Oh, how much sorry. damage did Dispy take? Two, Eight. I think, right? No, no, Eight. sorry, two, oh. two. Oh. Yeah. Uh, shit, I can't remember what his life was at. Like, hold on. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, with that, it is Sir Edmund's turn. Is going to run over and swing two attacks against Alex. Both of them miss. Um, five and a two plus five don't hit. Um, at the end of uh Edmund's turn, though, Father. Preston is going to stare at you, uh, Alex, and instead of trying to do, um, instead of trying to stun you, no, fuck it, he's gonna try and stun you again. Make a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. This is his legendary action? Fuck. Ugh. That's a nine. Nine? Well, no, six plus... Minus one, right. five. I'm uh, stunned. You are stunned. Uh, what happens with the wind? I think it ends. Okay. Because it holds concentration. Getting stunned, I think, yeah. causes you to lose concentration. Uh, let's see. Let me... Stuns. I've got this thing here, so let me look at this. Uh, a stunned creature is a capitated Can't move, can't speak, only falteringly. The creature automatically fails strength, dexterity, fails attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Does say anything about concentration? Well, it said you become incapacitated, right? Yes. I think that means you lose concentration. Oh. Incapacitated. Okay. Can't take actions or reactions. Huh. And then, I guess it doesn't say. Take... I guess it doesn't. That's odd. Anyway, 
So it kind of is still going, but Father Preston is going to, like, slightly move out of it on his actual turn. Says, I need that amulet back, and then casts a lightning bolt at a regular level at you, Alex, which or which you fail, so you're going to take the full 8 yeah. d 6 lightning damage. Well, this is probably going to kill me. That is not a bunch of ones. 6 plus... 5, 10, 16, 20, 24, 25, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 25, plus 5, 30, 31 points of lightning damage at you, Pine. Or Alex, you're unconscious? Yes. All right. So, at the end of that, now now the wind stops. Um, so yeah. we go back to the top Yo. of the round. Alex, it is your turn. I need you to make a death saving throw for me. Eleven. Eleven. You have one so success. Yeah. Pine. In this moment, as Alex lies on the ground, shocked with lightning, and even though Tispy's uh, going, you watch as, uh, you know, in this time, the slowdown, Edmund is going over to try and knock Tispy out of the way as Father Preston walks over to pick up the it just goes to like start to reach down to pair of the amulet as time slows in this moment pine we find you once again in that same dark space there's light shining behind you it's warm and unfortunately familiar as this is not the first time this has happened to you he he just thinks well i didn't think i'd be here so soon again do you turn around yeah, he'll, he'll look around. As you look around and follow sort of the warm light at your back, you turn around and you see before you not one thread, but two. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you do? Uh, can I see if there's any difference between the two threads? They are, I'll tell you without even having to roll, they are identical threads running parallel to each other. Like, so... literally parallel right on top of one another exact same shape light fading off into the distance they are just there before you huh. like two strings of an instrument i was gonna say do they like well no then you would be searching behind you i thought they were like lined up with whatever his last vision was and like you said like two strings of an instrument i think pine is just gonna go and kind of strum the two you go and strum these two strings that they sort of reverberate and it starts to reverberate, and instead of just, like, the sound waves, it's these waves of light, and they encompass you and shine, and your vision is covered in silvery light. As Father Preston leans down to go and attempt to grab at the Star Opal Amulet, a burst of silvery, fiery energy erupts behind him as Pine, once again, through who knows what forces beyond, is brought back encased in this silvery flame. Pine, you have regained all your hit points, all of your radiant, or lay on hands, all of your spell slots, and now all of your rolls get plus two to them. Okay. It is your turn. <laughs> Once again, rising up, just glowing. Back on the streets. Back on the streets. Once again, just full of the radiant energy. Uh, Pine is just going to 
run up and as a bonus action he's going to cast what is it he is going to cast ensnaring strike on his sword okay so that means the next hit I, i had it the next hit will i've got got it right here uh next time i hit a creature with a weapon attack uh, at the point of impact, they must succeed a strength saving throw or be restrained by magical vines. All right. And Pine will attack. Who are you attacking? He's going to go and attack. My buddy. Edmund first. Oh, okay. It, are they separated? Yes. Essentially, Edmund is over by the door where Dispy is. Um, and, and then Father Preston is like leaning over um, Alex right now. Okay. Uh, so he's gonna go and take a swing on Edmund. Okay. Uh, that is, and that's plus two. That's fifteen to hit, which I don't think does. That does not hit uh, Edmund, sadly. Then he will take his second strike. Mm-hmm. On Edmund. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still on Edmund. And that is going to be a uh, twenty, uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. That is going to hit. So he needs to make a strength saving throw. All right. What is your DC? Uh, 14. 14. That is 16. Okay. okay. 13 plus 3. So it so doesn't take effect, but he's going to take... Are these affected by the... Do I also get plus 2 on the weapon damage? Weapon damage, yes. Okay. Uh, then that's going to be 18 or eight. Basically, your whole body is a plus two weapon right now. Got it. Um, 10 plus three. I have just 13. Mm -hmm. 19 points of cold and slashing on the one hit. Damn. That's Edmund's first bit of damage this round. Because I was trying to not attack him. Yeah. Very different from the bullet that almost killed him, but, you know, look how far yeah. he's come. <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> but no, he's not restrained. Nope. And that will be my turn. Okay. And Dispy will... Keep slashing at the father. <laughs> no, he's on Edmund after Edmund. Dispy's on Edmund Oh, right. That is a 22 to hit. 22. You watch as Sir Edmund is able to parry um, one of Dispy's... Uh, tentacles okay and then that's a 24 to hit that is a hit that's 2d6 that's going to be uh 12 points of bludgeoning and piercing 12 points of bludgeoning and piercing all right all right yeah Edmund's looking looking pretty hurt right now oh boy but you also see there's there's shock in Edmund's eyes even you can like the tears are going down his face but there's just like mm-hmm. don't even know what's going on it's actually edmund's turn right now so sir edmund is going to make um two attacks against you pine just because you're okay. glowing with strange energy okay uh or not um 15 <laughs> is the highest well, he is with energy but <laughs> yeah uh 15 uh energy uh, 
15 was the higher <laughs> highest of both uh so just goes in and you're just like able to like nonchalantly block uh swat them away with your blades um mm-hmm. at the end of that turn though father preston sees what's happening and just like what if you came back I can maybe kill the other and just focus on you and is going to make a legendary action to stab down at Alex. Um, but uh, I don't think uh, seven plus six is going to hit. No. Uh, with advantage? I was with the, yeah, with that advantage. Was with the, wow, when I, I asked that question, that happened. You with this big claw and it dings <laughs> off your arm. It's like, damn, you in this armor. And it goes back to his actual turn. He's going to stab at you again, Alex. <laughs> This is fucking... Okay, that time it hits you. So, Alex, you take two death saves. That okay. is the funniest now, fucking I'm, shit. I was, oh, wait, I'm, I'm, I forgot. I saved. I saved, so... <laughs> so, um... I'm seething. In, in anger, <laughs> in anger, Father Preston is trying to kill you and does not kill you. Um... <laughs> sorry, that's just really funny to me. It is the top of the round. Alex, it is your turn. I need you to make a death saving throw for me. Well, now we saw... You do have uh, two fails actual, and one success. Yeah, no. Right. I'm just saying, now we have a good example of <laughs> of my question before. <laughs> yes. Exactly. All right, here we go. Oh, that's cocked. Okay. Oh. Out, seven. <laughs> okay. We'll get back to you at the, the next top of the round. Pine, it's your turn. What do you want to do? As you watch as... Uh, well, you... I'm going to say Pine doesn't notice Alex die. Um... Mm-hmm. But after his attempt failed with trying to restrain uh, Edmund, Edmund, he's going to switch priorities and as a bonus action cast Misty Step and appear right in front of Father Preston. Fucking love it. And will just take his two attacks. Even though he knows it's going to hurt him, still is going to take his two attacks. Absolutely you do. So the first one... (sighs) Misses. I don't even need to add all my shit up. Oh, it was no. a three. I'm sorry. The second. Could you just be like one higher? Uh, <laughs> I say that because it was I rolled a natural nineteen. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, okay, so. Um, but yeah, that's plus eight. Okay. Is that's good. Hit. Yeah. And even though he's resistant, he's gonna throw a smite. Do at it him. anyway. It's actually yeah. it's damage. So yeah, gonna do a a second level smite again. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, I'll do the just sword damage, which is going to be ten, fourteen points of cold and slashing. Or wait, Four. yeah, fourteen points of cold and slashing. Fourteen points, okay. And then, uh, three. Radiant, or three smite. That is twelve points of radiant. So six. So yes. Yep. All right. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. All oh, right. Well, and your displacer beast. And Dispy's gonna keep oh, attacking Edmund. Wait, hold on. You got two hits off on one hit. One hit. Okay, so you will be taking. Seven, eight, nine, ten points of necrotic damage as the shadow stabs out at you. Okay. And then Dispy is attacking Edmund. That's a 14. 
Uh, that's a miss. And then, uh, 13. That is also a miss, sadly. Okay. At the end of your turn, uh, Father Preston will use a legendary action to cast, uh, a spell on you as he watches that claw instead of lightning sort of takes some of the shadow and becomes a big shadow claw and starts to reach out at you in attempt to uh, cast inflict wounds on you. Mm. It's an eight plus six. That's a miss. Miss. Damn it. Uh, but it's now Edmund's turn. Edmund is going to make two uh, attacks against Disby. That's an eight at the low eight plus five at the lowest. Thirteen. 13. That oh, hits. That hits. Oh shit. Um that is five plus three eight points of slashing damage and then the second attack is a natural fucking 20 um all right uh seven eight nine ten plus three 13 points of slashing damage on dispy okay okay once again another legendary action we're gonna we're gonna inflict wounds you again because all right uh, 14 plus 6 is unnatural 20, so you're going to take this inflicted wounds, I imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. You take uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 points of necrotic damage as this shadowy, like, the, sh- the shadows grow over his claws and stabs into you, uh, into your sort of silvery energy as a shadowy energy, just like this, they're battling together or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and then now it's his actual turn, and is going to, you know, what? he's gonna do it again. He's gonna he's gonna cast the same spell again. <laughs> okay. That's a seven plus six that does not hit you. No, it does not. Uh, and that is that. So let me roll something real quick. Why did I close that book? Ooh. Alex. Yep. Once more. As Disby and and Edmund are in this battle of tentacles and blades, and this sort of crazy shadow energy of Father Preston and this silvery fire energy of Pine are f- literally fighting over your body, time slows down for you. Okay. As you find yourself in a black void. It's similar to you, because you were just sort of here once before. Right. And it seems to be almost exactly what Pine mentioned after the battle with Auntie Iron Hands. And you can feel there's there's a warmth behind you. Yeah, also what, uh, oh, why am I blanking out her name? Basically the grandma, the, the gray lady, or yeah, gray lady. Yeah, gray lady. Yeah. Yeah, because we had that conversation. Yeah, so as you turn around to where this light is coming, you see before you a silvery thread that's just in this void goes off and tapers and it's just there in front of you glowing it's exactly how pine described it to you this sort of basically thread of magic what do you do well he's just like thinking back it's like huh so this is what you saw well i know good things come from it so because i still have a mission to fulfill but i also have more of the world to see because I know that's what he wants me, wants from me the most. <laughs> Grab it. <clears throat> Grab it. The light shines over you. Pine, as you are having this shadowy, silvery sort of fight over Alex's body, 
You watch as Alex's body literally erupts in the same silvery flames <laughs> as you both are surrounding uh, Father Preston with your, this silvery fire. Um, <laughs> reverse Oreo. Reverse Oreo. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, so, haven't they done that? I think <laughs> Probably. they have. Alex, okay. you have regained all your health, all of your spell slots. You also find yourself instantly attuned to the star amulet uh star the star opal amulet in my hand in your hand <laughs> so you can use its abilities which i will tell you what they are oh right as you just sort of instinctually know as you instantly uh attune to it which how many things were you attuned to before i know it was just a all-purpose tool if i recall okay and i don't think we made my my bullet armor attunable oh no 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 wait no no wait i remember it's the the tool and the ring right the ring the ring of yeah uh, and i don't think we made my armor attunable fair so enough i think that's it. either way this is separate from that this is a separate attunement right. okay so you have access to the star opal amulet, or maybe opal star amulet i'm not sure which sounds better uh right. <laughs> can be used as a spell casting focus if you so want to the amulet has three charges when you cast a spell of first from first to fifth level, so if you cast a spell from that range, yeah. you can expend one of the charges to boost that spell's effect as if you had cast it using one higher spell slot. You can only do it like once. You can't like use all three to boost it even higher. Okay. And this amulet regains one charge daily at dawn. Okay? Uh, hang on. That's a lot of information. Recharge one point. Daily... Okay, three charges. Yep, three charges. Car. When you and I guess cast one first through fifth level spell. If you cast, so when you cast one of your spells, uh, eventually first through fifth level, you can then expend one of the charges to essentially cast it at as if you had cast at a higher level. So if you cast a first level spell, you can expend a charge to have the effect of a second level spell on it, or a second okay. level spell at third level. Okay. So. And also, all of your rolls, plus one. Okay. Uh, would that add to my all-purpose tool? Mm -hmm. So technically, for my spells to be plus two. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. You're back up. You are in your full armored. It is like radiating the silvery, fiery energy as you see, and then Father Preston's eyes like are wide with terror and says. What is, who, what are you? Um, Alex, it's your turn. Well, well, after he says it, I was like, that's a good question. Even I don't know. But I think I'm going to attach, like, the amulet to my chest, like, become part of my armor. It's like, but I think you're right. But I think, unfortunately, interrogation may be over. And I am going to use the amulet's charge and trying not to get any of them i'm gonna cast shatter all right that sounds good so you cast shatter uh second level spell expended charge so it'll be cast at a third level so it's an extra d8 yeah and i don't need do i need to do anything i'm trying to remember no i roll a, i roll a constitution saving throw uh um, okay so what is your dc uh dc uh i shouldn't say that because i didn't I don't know if I pay for it. Uh, 15. 15, okay. 
That is an 11 plus 6. So Father Preston does <sighs> save, so he will take half the damage. Um, but okay. roll your 3d8 for me. Okay. Uh, where's my d8? There it is. Ooh, okay. Um, six plus seven and a three. So, 16 points, so eight points Eight points, eight points so. All yeah. right. So, I'll just say uh, how he releases Shatter. You see uh, his right arm, he pulls it back, and basically his arm transforms. And you see like a little cylinder-like, cylinder-like fit, like a, uh, not figure, cylinder-like device come out of his shoulder, and it, presses out and then right when he like does a punch action the piston goes very big <laughs> oh i like it yes <laughs> that's my shatter all right as you do that and it explodes and luckily it does not hit uh, any of your allies it explodes around father preston as like the shadow reverberates and this screech comes from him and he is he is looking really hurt i will say say as a bonus action it's like i don't know i don't know if i want to say it's that. all good okay at the end yeah. of your turn, you hear boots on on stone as you see red hair flying, cloak <laughs> in the wind, sickle out. You see as Siegfried is running and it's just like and it just like looks at like um Sir Edmund does the circle, pulls the energy from Sir Edmund, and Sir Edmund just goes Oh! <laughs> um, as he gets Yay! knocked unconscious with the magic dispelled and now Siegfried the heir to the green duchy is here and you watch his father Preston's eyes go wide and turns around like no and with that he is going to cast a a lightning bolt at Siegfried uh, and Siegfried uh makes the save actually um and you walk so i'm just gonna roll this damage real quick one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three twenty four so 24 points lightning damage shout out at sig but you watch as sig takes the blade and sort of like is able to sort of hook the lightning and like duck it a little bit so he, it shoots over his body but then you watch as the lightning envelops into his um his sickle as he casts absorb elements to reduce even more of the damage so he only takes Ooh. six points of lightning damage and Siegfried gets up and is like ready to go and it's just like his sickle is shining with moonlight and this electric energy uh pine it's your turn <laughs> Does he keep concentration on my sword? <laughs> no. Okay. Not anymore. Right. Uh, that's fine. Because I think I, absorb elements is. I think it's concentration. Yeah. So. But with that, uh, Pine will probably. It's gonna do two two attacks. Uh huh. Gonna continue to attack, without remorse. That is a uh sixteen to hit. That's a hit. Then, uh, that's a 23 to hit as well. Yeah, both those hit. Okay. This is going to be 
A lot of damage. Okay. I hope. Could have been better. <laughs> um, well, yeah, maybe. 28 points of slashing and cold damage. Let me, uh, let me just, uh, real quick. You said 28? Yes. Alrighty. And then as the bonus action, Pine will just command Dispy without even saying anything, just a wave to have him rush over and attack uh, Father Preston as well. All right, you take eight. Oh, that's right. And you take 20 points of uh, necrotic damage as these shadows burst out from him and stabbing into you over and over. Um, All right. Okay. Are you still up? Okay, he's still <laughs> yeah, up. I'm, he's... I'm still up. So Dispy is going to come over and do a couple attacks as well. That's a 16. That's a hit. And then a 23. 23 is also a hit. Dispy hits. So that's going to be... All right. Um... Oof. That's going to be 18 points of slashing, or as of bludgeoning and piercing. 18 points of bludgeoning and piercing. Yep. All right. Uh, Dispy takes... Um... 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 points of shadow damage. No, okay. Uh, shadow damage. Or necrotic, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's, That's a new thing? <laughs> it's Father Preston's turn, and Father Preston is going to... Um, God, what is he going to do here? <laughs> He's just barely up. He's so close, guys. He's going to cast one last lightning bolt. Or no, he's he's out of those. He's going to he's going to inflict wounds on you, Alex. Okay? Cuz you're right there and he's 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 just getting battered and bruised. Uh that's oh fuck, that's a natural 20. Ooh. Well, oh jeez. He's potentially going down with a big fight. So well, if he's going to play like that, Thirteen points of necrotic damage as he stabs at you. Okay, that I rolled so many ones. (laughs) That's uh, the end of his turn. Alex, your turn. What do you want to do? Let me just see. I'm thinking about doing shatter again, but I want to be sure. I mean, you've got all sorts of spells at your. Right. You do have. You have magic missiles, which automatically hits. I think you've got, like, Scorching Ray. Huh. You got stuff. Uh, actually, I don't have Scorching Ray. Oh, you don't? No. If you're talking about, like, the spells that I get oh, from my class, different... that that's yeah. Artillerist. That's Artillerist. That's right. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, as long as I... Oh, hang on. Love Trixie Invisible. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what? I'm just gonna do the same thing again. Shatter? Yeah, but, of course... Yeah, just try not to hit anyone. Okay. I'll let you have this sort of flavorful shatter without hitting anyone. Okay. <laughs> All right. He does succeed, so he will take half damage, sadly. Okay. All right. Well, I better roll high then. Yeah, that's the right one. And you're going to use another charge? Oh, I rolled all eights. Nice. Uh, was that also using a charge of your uh, amulet as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I said I was going to use charge. Okay. So that was just three, right? Uh, no, if you use a charge, it becomes 4d8s. Oh, 4d8s? Yeah, because Shatter at level 2 is 3d8s, 
if you use one oh. of the charges of the amulet, it bumps it up to a third level spell, which is 4d8. Oh, shoot. Then I made a mistake. I didn't roll the four for that, a fourth one for that other one, the oh. first one I did. Well, so, how much damage just roll- do you do now? Because it might not matter anyway. Uh, 24 damage. Have. Oh, well, actually, I got, I got, hang on, I got rolled the fourth one. I got rolled the fourth one for this yep, one. Yep. So that one was 24. Oh, well, that one's a two. So, <laughs> uh, 26. So that's 13 total. 13 total? Yeah. And, oh. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you want me to roll for that one I missed last no, time? because it doesn't matter. Alex, what happens? Oh! <laughs> How do you want to do this? I finally have a, how do, you, how do I want to do this? All right, so as he, like, touches, I assume he touches with the inflict he, wounds, right? Okay, so with his inflict wounds, the shadows that, like, are over him course into his large sort of four-pronged claw and stab into you. Um, so basically okay. he just stabbed into you, and that's when, like, the magic sort of, it looks like the shadows are trying to overtake you with this necrotic energy. And so then you gear up your shatter. Yeah, Thank. Uh, yeah. I was thinking of things to say. It's like, I just look at him like saying, yeah, I should be. No, damn it. <laughs> Dang how, it! Sean, don't worry about I know. saying something cool. Just how okay. does it, okay. how does this happen? All right, well, I'll just say this. Uh, I just realized my turbine arm is still uh, active, so it changes back to my regular arm. I grab, like, the tendrils, pull, like, pull them closer, and as he gets closer, I'm just gonna do a shatter, basically shatter uppercut right in the stu- right in the stomach, and right at the like the upper part, the piston will go. Absolutely, as you go, you pull him in. The magic's around you. You're able to grab at these sort of spectrally shadowy tendrils, pull him in as his like his claw is still stuck in you, and you uppercut and it like slows and punch through and his body sort of contorts in that sort of way and the shatter explodes and sends him to like the ceiling and it crushes in and his body falls down in a burst of energy <laughs> you watch as father preston's body in his in this dead state starts to revert back to his humanoid self uh the strange claw grows back to a regular hand his neck becomes a regular humanoid neck uh the the black feathers disappear in the in the shadow and smoke and he becomes essentially just a regular man again as well as when he hits uh you heard a tinkling of something that seems to have fallen out of his uh coat and there you have it you have defeated father preston and you find yourself here you look down you see this key that seems to have four prongs on it all each in a different um color one red one green one blue one yellow you kind of look over at the door it seems to have a lock to match this and you see now that door has all sorts of different depictions of the four elemental planes of sort you aren't sure as to why but you know in this moment that the green duchy is saved thanks to your efforts and it seems both of you somehow have a connection to the primal magics of the world whether for good or bad who's to say but Siegfried is back some small evils have been taken care of and we can only guess what might be behind this door or who might be doing more evil in the world and with that 
this ends this episode of our podcast, which, before we end, I would like to let my brothers know that they have reached level six. Oh, <laughs> oh it feels like so long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ugh. So why don't we real quick, before we completely Roll. go, why don't we just roll some HP and on a real a fun D. note so right. uh alex is a d8 pine is a d10 yep can i just mention mm-hmm. one thing that's too yeah. fire yeah i had two health amazing oh jeez. <laughs> a constitution modifier yeah yep. so it'll be a plus three for me oh please roll something high yes <laughs> what you want? I rolled a nine. Yeah. Oh, yay! All right. So nine plus uh two, two. So eleven to your max. So what are you at? What are you at, Ryan? I'm at fifty-eight. Nice. All right, Alex. Oh, okay. Sean. All right, I could go for another eight. <laughs> we'll see. Well, let's we'll see if I roll another eight. Oh, two. Two. I do my my good luck streak was gonna right. but that's uh plus three. For my constitution, that's five, so okay. I'm at 59. 59. You guys are one hit point away from each other. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much for joining us on this crazy long episode, but I really wanted to get to that final fight. We'll yeah. see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Bye. 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 Well, that concludes this 16th episode of our podcast, and I hope you're all just as excited as I am to see what the future holds, especially since we're almost done with this season. If you like this episode, don't forget to like, rate, leave a review, comment, share with a friend, or all of the above. Helps us out. You can email us, if you'd like, at awipdndpodmail at gmail.com. That's spelled A-W-I-P-D-N-D-P-O-D-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. Once again, that's A-W-I-P-D-N-D-P-O-D-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. Very excited to read whatever you send our way. You can also follow us on Twitter at a work in progress D&D podcast at A-W-I-P-D-N-D-P-O-D. Last but not least, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my brothers for joining me in this basically year-long experiment now. An extra special thank you to my wife, Allie, for her constant support and advice over this past year of doing this. I have been Eric, and I hope to continue along many years down the way with with us on this adventure, both real and imaginary. Ta-ta for now.